Hey everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Everyone and welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy podcast. Today is another episode with just me, and it is a question that I have received countless times. I'm sure some of you have actually reached out and asked me this question, and I think that it is something that um, is a little bit hard to describe and break down, so hence why I have probably not taken time to break it down. But today's question is, how do I stay motivated, or how do I find myself getting out of a funk, if that makes sense. Because let's be honest, life can be hard. Life can be a struggle. Moments in a day can be a struggle, and we just find ourselves in these funks. And I think sometimes we look at these funks and we look at them maybe as lack of motivation, but rather they're just kind of a, a mindset we're in, a state of being. So I actually wanted to get a little bit more specific and hopefully relate to some of you. So I want to read a part of a question that one of my girls did send my way because I think that sometimes when we hear other people talk about, you know, whether it's an influencer, whether it's a coach, whether it's a personal trainer, when they talk about motivation, sometimes it's hard to relate because where they're coming from is just so different for us, right? Are they needing to find motivation for a sport? Are they needing to find motivation for a competition? Are they needing to find motivation because they're taking care of three kiddos? So this awesome girl who I absolutely love, and I do appreciate that so many of you are just comfortable reaching out and chatting with me as a friend. I know I struggle with getting back to DM sometimes, so I do apologize, but I hope you all know that my overall goal is to break down barriers and break down walls of differences. And for all of us to know that we're not alone on these journeys, I think sometimes, you know, I've talked about it previously, we can feel so alone and so unsure of, are we doing this right? Are we doing that right? And I have I know for me, I've really switched my mindset my reasons, my why behind my motivation and why I show up for myself, but partly because I've gone through those other hard times, right? I've gone through the restriction. I've gone through the excessive overtraining. And so it's allowed me to get to where I am, but I want us all to recognize that it is a constant journey and it is constantly evolving. So regardless of what I chat about in today's episode, What we call motivation and what we look for in our why, it's going to change. So this question, um, let me just kind of find the part that I want to read to you guys. So she's kind of found herself feeling in a funk and she can't get out of it. She said, I felt like this for a while now. I definitely struggle with the discipline of getting routines, sticking to healthy eating habits, working out, etc. I have good intentions and I think I'll do all this stuff, but then it is so much easier to not do it. I was wondering if you had any advice. And I love this question. 
As a lot of you know, I do struggle with um, paralysis by analysis. So, you know, when you start a journey, you can write down all these goals. And sometimes we're on a high, right? We're like, yes, I am so ready. Now is the quote unquote perfect time. You set out for all these intentions, all these expectations. And then you start to look at it as, did I get in the healthy eating? Did I get in the workouts? Did I get in the mental and mindset work? Did I get it all in? And then we all of a sudden... Um, almost set ourselves up for failure. And I think a lot of us fear starting based off of the opportunity for failure. So I want to make sure before I dive into anything that you guys need to recognize, I say you guys, I also have to tell myself this, that nothing is going to be perfect. And that's not our goal, right? Our goal is to create that lifestyle. Our goal is to find a deeper why and find a motivation that can actually stand behind our hectic, crazy life. As you guys know, I always say, appreciate the hot mess, appreciate the struggle, and nothing's going to pan out perfect. I hate to say that. Um, I hate to tell you guys that there's never going to be a perfect moment, but there might be a moment where you're like, I'm ready for change. I'm ready to figure out what that next step needs to be. Sometimes it's seeing a picture of yourself. Sometimes it's having a conversation with a loved one. Um, Sometimes it's just a state of mind that you're finally like, gosh, why have I not chosen to show up for myself? For me, oftentimes when I get into what I consider a yo-yo phase of my fitness cycle or my health journey, whatever you want to look at it as, it typically is because I have to have an all or nothing mindset. Thankfully, I have, I would say, grown out of that a lot. Um, I don't know what my postpartum journey is going to be like. I don't know what other seasons of my life are going to be like, but I do know that I typically stem from an all or nothing mentality. So I'm not going to take that first step forward to start something unless I'm all in. So if that's you guys, if that resonates, I feel you on every level. It is so hard to just go about something when you're like, okay, I'm ready. But if you're not 100% to, you know, ready to jump in. So I think that can go both ways. We want to be committed, right? We want to be committed to those goals. We want to be committed to ourself. But just understand that you might not have that moment of feeling like things are perfect. Your life might seem hectic. Your timing of everything might seem hectic. You may only be able to carve out 20 minutes of time for movement. You know, meal prepping might not be a a Sunday three-hour event, but you're able to go to the store and choose healthier options. That's amazing, okay? For me, I think when I'm ready to start, it now comes a little bit more from a point of mentally being ready, not having to have all the boxes ready to be checked off. So just wanted to chat about that before I dive into kind of my my answer to behind this question. So first and foremost, let's address, you know, the funk of things. I think that it's very common for a lot of us to get into a funk. I think that life just throws that at us, right? And I think oftentimes we get hard on ourselves when we can't establish or recognize the emotions behind the funk. That is where a lot of of my struggles come from. So first and foremost, motivation is not always there, okay? And that's fine. I think when we wake up and we don't have motivation, we think that maybe our goal isn't strong enough or our why isn't strong enough or we haven't taken the time to really dig deep and we're like, gosh, maybe I'm not ready to start. So just know that motivation is not always there. One thing I tell my girls all the time is sometimes motivation shows up after the workout, after the full day of eating well and nourishing our body and focusing on movement, that's when you're like, wow, I feel good. And that might feel you for the next day. So for me, on days or sometimes weeks, let's be honest, we go through these funks and we go through these times where we're just kind of 
I don't want to say going through the motions, but I think that's actually what it is. I think when we lack motivation, we go through the motions. So on days or weeks where I'm just not motivated, this is where I have to think about my why. And if you have not already, I highly recommend to listen to the episode with Danielle. It was two episodes ago with her, um, or I mean, it was gosh, probably like eight episodes ago, but I have recorded with her a couple times, but it's called Never Ever, Never Ever Ever Settle. And she really helped me even figure out how to dig deeper into my why. So this is one of the things that I actually require with all of my girls. So anybody who works with me, I require before you start, you need to establish your why. I now actually have them physically write down their why and establish before setting out on a health and fitness journey, they need to establish this why and write it down and be able to come back to it. Because in these moments when we are not motivated, it's our why that can oftentimes fuel us. But again, go back to that episode with Danielle and realize that it can't be surface level. It can't just be vain because let's be honest, if our why is to fit into that swimsuit or fit into that wedding dress, while that's fine and that can create so much motivation for a lot of us, it doesn't always keep us going on those days when we can't fit into it yet, right? So you can put on that swimsuit and you're like, but I still don't feel good. And that's why our why needs to be so much deeper. And I I say this because I also was so, I'm, I'm very vain. You guys know I valued myself on my size and on the aesthetics. And so I just kept thinking, okay, once I fit into this swimsuit, then I will have made it, right? Then that guy will think I look good or then my family will approve of me or then my clients will know that I'm a good coach. And so it needs to be bigger than that, you guys. It needs to be deeper than that. And these are the moments when we're able to fuel that motivation. So I highly recommend establishing that why and writing it down. For me right now, my why is so different, right? I'm pregnant. I'm at the end of pregnancy. So my why is to create not only a healthy pregnancy and show up for myself, but it's also to show up for this little bundle and this baby and recognize that everything I do impacts the growing and the development of this baby. But once baby comes, I'm sure that why is going to switch around entirely. And it's going to be more about myself, right? And then one thing that I actually have been journaling about now is what I want that why to look like, because I know that I could easily fall back into, okay, I want to get back into my pre-baby weight, or I want to get back into my pre-baby clothes. And I'm not going to lie, it is a little bit hard when people are like, oh, you're going to bounce back so quickly. Or you guys might have family members like, oh, girl, if you just changed your eating or if you just got into a little bit of movement, you'd be so shocked at how fast your body will respond. And then you do it and you're like, "Uh, excuse me, nothing's changing, right? So we put these pressures on ourselves and we put these expectations on ourselves that maybe others place upon us or we see other people going about this and it's working for them so quickly. So we're like, oh, it'll work for me exactly that way. And then if it doesn't, we lose motivation, right? So for me, I am really hoping that once baby does come, that my why is going to switch to being more of my own, like a mental state, if that makes sense, and making sure that I'm showing up for myself physically in order to be the best mom and wife I can be for my family. So I've been journaling about, okay, what are things that I'm loving about pregnancy that have really changed my outlook on my health and fitness journey? You know, a big thing for me is having a little bit more of food freedom, if you will. And actually on next week's episode, you will hear a lot more about that. I chat with an amazing friend of mine who you guys are just going to love the episode. It's so wonderful. But 
that's something that I really want to focus on is finally I'm not food obsessed. I'm not body obsessed. I'm loving, weirdly enough, I mean, loving seeing these changes. And you guys know, I mean, my cellulite is so much higher. My weight is obviously through the roof. Like all these things that I think I used to fear about pregnancy, I'm now embracing. I'm now appreciating. So I've been journaling about this because I don't want to lose sight of that. I don't want to get back into my journey and be like, or my postpartum journey. And it and and all of a sudden start to think, oh my gosh, my girls think I'm going to bounce back right away. Or my parents think I'm going to bounce back right away. I place those pressures on myself. And any of you guys starting a fitness journey, that might be where some of your motivation is lacking because you know that, that sometimes that motivation comes from what other people recognize, right? What other people see in us. So if we're not getting those compliments from our family, if we're not getting those compliments from our loved ones, we think that we're not working hard enough or we think that it's not working, right? Remember, change takes time, but change also, we shouldn't just be looking for change within our body. Where's your mindset at? Where's your ability to show up for yourself? Last month, were you doing 30 minutes of movement a day? Were you fueling your body with good food? Where are you at now? Those are things that you need to hold on to and write down and journal and recognize that that is amazing and that right there can help fuel your motivation. If you guys haven't already heard, I do have an episode on support versus validation. For me, so much of my motivation in life, whether it's my health and fitness, whether it's my relationship, whether it's my career goals or my business goals, always stemmed from somebody else validating me or or telling me they support me. But I think that I was constantly actually looking for validation, not support. So I think that's a big thing too. I think the motivation we look for in life is the push from people around us because it's really hard to find that push from within. So establishing this why can be that push from within. But again, dive a little bit deeper. Go beyond the the visual, the aesthetics. If you want to fit into that wedding dress or you want to fit into that swimsuit, that's awesome. But what are other areas of your life that you also want to show up for emotionally, spiritually, mentally that can help create that motivation? Did you wake up today and start your day for you? Did you start your day before opening up your phone? Those are parts of a health and fitness journey that I think we overlook. Um, I think that we don't recognize that those are the moments that actually help us establish routine and habit when life gets crazy. Because let's be honest, we can be on a perfect routine and then life throws something at us. Well, what is something that we can create that we can do every day to almost create a retainer, if you will, if you will, right? So when things get crazy, you're like, okay, I need to come back to this. I need to reestablish this part of my daily routine to allow other things to fall into place. So then you can still feel accomplished. You can still feel like you did something for you that day, whether it's just on an emotional or a mental or a spiritual level, that is still part of your journey. So for me, don't get me wrong, I know there, there are hard days, right? And I know there'll be even harder days when trying to figure out that balance, whether for me, it's going to be with a baby, it's going to be becoming a mom, it's going to be being a wife, I might lose myself a bit. And I think that's another thing that some of us don't feel like we are capable of starting our health and fitness journey until we're completely um, all encompassed in ourselves. Like we need to be a little bit selfish, but I think that I know for me, I'm forward thinking, I guess. And I'm now going to have a title of being a mom. And I don't want to push aside all of my needs and my goals just because this is a new title I have. Do I want to bask in that new title? You betcha. I want to enjoy all of it. As you guys know, I am so excited. But I also don't want to lose 
all of me. I don't want to lose who I am. I don't want to lose the things that I can do to show up for myself. So trying to balance it all, even with having a baby, I'm, there's going to be hard days. Um, I know it's going to take a toll on me mentally and sometimes physically. I'm going to, you know, the physical stuff's going to get pushed aside. I might not be able to work out. I might not be able to go on that walk. So you have to find other areas that you're fulfilling and that you're checking off. But to remember my why and to write it down, that is something I can come back to every day. So kind of a, and that's why this can be so touchy because I think a lot of people look for motivation. Like, okay, what's that one thing that you do to stay motivated? You guys, I can guarantee you some of the people you look up to, they go through days and weeks where they have zero motivation, but there is a why behind what they're doing. And that keeps them from going through the motions and that keeps them from just being kind of mundane in their routine, if that makes sense, or in their daily pushing. So, A big thing going back to being in a funk, I did mention that sometimes there's emotions behind being in a funk. And I think the biggest thing is also, like I keep saying, establish your why. But when it comes to a funk, figure out why you're in that funk. And I think for me, I'm guilty. I don't want to figure it out. I think because I don't want to admit that sometimes it's my own issues that get me into a funk or my own insecurities or my own fears. And so sometimes facing that can be really hard. So What's causing it? Is it just me being off? Am I irritated at something? Am I stressed because I'm pushing off priorities that need to get done? So typically for me, when I'm in a funk, it's when I'm not being honest with myself. I'm not showing up for myself every day. So I tend to let my like quote unquote priorities and needs of work and helping others outweigh the priorities and needs and taking care of myself showing up for myself, that's what gets pushed aside. So after a certain amount of time, I end up crumbling. So if you're a mama, you're a new mom, or maybe you're a mom of three, or maybe you're in a new relationship, or maybe you're somebody who's working your way up in the business that you're working for, you're probably constantly putting the the needs and expectations of others before your own, right? So when we do this, when we're constantly showing up for others, and you bet, I'm sure a lot of you, you're crushing those priorities and needs that you are trying to get done for others or for that work or for that role that you're currently in. But where are your priorities and your needs that you need for yourself? Where are the priorities and needs that you require to show up for yourself? Have you checked in with those recently? Because I know for me, that's the first thing that gets pushed aside. But it's not until I crumble and fall apart that I recognize that I've been pushing them aside. So if you're sitting there telling yourself that you're lacking motivation Well, when was the last time you actually sat in your own thoughts and you actually recognized, oh, well, I'm not showing up for myself. I'm not starting my day for me. I'm waking up and putting a bottle right into the bottle warmer. I'm waking up and making food for the family, or I'm instantly on my emails because I really want that promotion, or I'm getting, you know, checking my emails from my professor because I don't want to get behind in school. Whatever it is, are you, are you showing up for you? Yes, these other things, and I was actually just telling my mother-in-law this, I feel so accomplished at the end of the day when I can check things off because I've shown up for others. So have I gotten back to my emails? Have I responded to everybody in my Facebook group? Have I gotten back to my DMs? These are things that at the end of the day remove some anxiety because if I end the day and I haven't done those things, it's really hard for me to go to sleep. But those anxieties are almost superficial, right? Why don't we why don't we feel anxiety when we don't show up for ourselves? 
we only experience anxiety when we're not showing up for other people, or at least that's my situation. So I want to ask you, are you showing up for yourself? Are you waiting until your world crumbles to then be like, okay, I need to find motivation to show up for me. If we constantly wait for our world to crumble, this is what's going to take us through those yo-yo settings, through that all or nothing mentality. And you guys know I run eight-week challenges, things like that. So yeah, sometimes during a, a short sprint of time, we can have all this motivation, right? Like, okay, there's a time frame here. And I thrive on time frames. I really do. But if we're creating a lifestyle, again, whether it's around health or fit and health and fitness, or maybe it's around just balance of work, you guys. Right now, I know I'm addressing a lot of a health and fitness perspective, but I think a lot of us seek motivation just in life. You know, motivation to wake up and get things done and not from a state of depression or anything, but just like, oh gosh, my to-do list is a mile long. And again, paralysis by analysis. Where do I find that motivation to get these things done? So I think with anything in life, our why has to be bigger. My why for work has so much to do with this future that I want to, or that I already envisioned for my family. It has to do with, I really one day would love to take my entire family, grandparents included, on a vacation. Yes, while that's a little bit monetary, that's also something that I feel so deeply emotionally, right? So yes, it will require money, but I don't look at it that way. I look at it as moments and memories with my family. So while that's something that's so far down the road because girlfriend's not there, it's something that is a why that I get to look at every single day. And I do. I journal it every day. I just write it down. And I write it down as if it's already happened. I get to take my family on a family vacation yearly. I pay for my extended family like or my grandparents or the grandparents, you know, my parents, whatever. So these are things that... I write down because that is something that fuels my why, fuels fuels my motivation to show up for myself that day when sitting there and answering 50 emails is the last thing I want to do. So it just kind of, you know, I think in all areas of life, we need to establish that why, and it has to be deeper than what is going to show up that day. That might be years down the road for me before I can actually make that happen. It may... I don't want to say it may never happen because I do believe in manifesting your future, but I think for a lot of us, we overlook the power of a why. We overlook the power of a mindset. So write things down as if they're already as if they've already happened and then work backwards. Well, if that's going to happen, how how am I going to make that happen? And that's where you create that motivation, right? That's where you create that fuel. So, when I get into these funks, I have to take the time to really figure out how I'm going about my days. Where is my mindset at when I start my days? Am I present with Casey in the morning before the day starts? Or is it the to-do list that's already unfolding? Okay, so these are just simple things that you can look at in your day. And while a lot of you reach out and ask about motivation for health and fitness, I want to turn around that question and ask about you, where do you find your motivation in your day? Where do you find your motivation to show up and be a mom? Where do you find your motivation to show up and be a wife? Where do you find your motivation to go to work every day? I'm sure a lot of us are just going through the motions and not even thinking about the fact that there's got to be some form of motivation. Maybe it's monetary. Maybe it's because we all need a paycheck. But I'm sure if we dug a little bit deeper, the emotions around that motivation would change. So I think that was a very um, excessive, detailed, I don't know, maybe all over the page. But bottom line, having a why that is bigger than... I think the surface level is what actually keeps most of us going. And I think a lot of us overlook that why. I know for me, I never established a why. My why was 
I, I've told you guys prior, I mean, my very first health and fitness journey, my why, I wrote it down. It, it was a, a challenge that I did, and I wrote it down. And I was dating Casey, and I said, I want my boyfriend to find me attractive. And while he already did, that's where I was at. That was... And that breaks my heart to think about. You guys, I still have the paper because I, I was living in Japan. I printed it out and I really wanted to commit and dedicate myself to this challenge and to this new lifestyle I wanted to have. And I wrote that down. I wrote down, I want my boyfriend to find me attractive because I found myself to be so unattractive. I found myself to be so unworthy of love and nurturing and acceptance from this man that I you know, adored. And that was my why for that month challenge that I did. And while did it motivate me? Yeah, for sure. But it also got to a point where I started to appreciate myself so much more. And I started to have so much more self-worth once I started showing up for myself that that why kind of became like, wait, why is that what I'm looking for? I, I remember specifically telling one of my best friends, gosh, what did you write down your why? Because we had, we were doing the same challenge. So I remember I was just so sad and so frustrated that that was what I wrote down, but that's also what I desired at the time. So it's your why is going to change. It's going to constantly change and evolve. But I think writing down that initial why, again, maybe it's fitting in the dress. Maybe it's not. Write it down and then break it down further. Because once that's over, right? Now your wedding's over. What's your why now? And again, it can continue to evolve. It can continue to change. But I think digging down deep is going to be what gets us through those days when we just don't see it happening. Um, And again, I know I chatted in last week's episode, a lot of my why for life was to make my dad proud. And I still struggle with that. Um, But I think now I'm at a place, like I said, I have to evaluate where I'm at. I have to really hone in on, you know, whose race am I running kind of a thing and dig a little bit deeper because otherwise I'm not doing it for the right reasons, right? So, With that, understand we will go through funks. We will go through the peaks and valleys of a journey. It's normal to struggle. It's normal to get into funks. And it's normal to have days or weeks where you're not motivated. So don't think that everybody who's successful has motivation every day. I think it's just that their why is so much bigger than anything that any of us have ever dug down to to try and grasp. So... Highly recommend, like I said, going and listening to the episode with Danielle, Never, Ever, Ever Settle. I cannot tell you how much fire was lit into me. But then take some time to reflect on yourself. Like, oh yeah, I'm showing up just so I can get my kiddos off to school or keep their education going or whatever it is. Or I'm showing up just because I really want to feel good in that swimsuit next month. That's totally fine, you guys. Just take some time to self-reflect. You know, take some time to even figure out if you've had a why. And it might take you a while. I know some of my girls are like, finally, after a month, I know my why. Awesome. It, It doesn't matter how long it takes you. But as you evolve through the seasons, re, you know, edit. Like I said, don't stop. Just rewrite. Edit that why. Edit that motivation. Edit the reason why you choose to show up every day. But Make sure you are establishing a why for yourself. Make sure you are finding that that motivation and getting out of that funk for you. So again, you know, I just want to, you know, reiterate when you're in these funks, take some time to figure out how you're going about your day. Where is your mindset when you start the day? Are you already starting off your day without even recognizing where your mindset is at? Are you present in the mornings when you're starting your day? 
Or are you just letting that to-do list unfold? Okay. I think so many of our life movement, moving parts are actually what impact a lot of our why and a lot of our motivation to our fitness journey. So kind of all over the place, but um, I think it's a little bit hard to unpack straightforward motivation. Um, but I hope just hearing that question from, you know, one of my girls helped a lot of you. Uh, you know, I'm actually, you know, let me, I just want to quickly reread what she said, just so you guys can take some time to reflect. So she said, I'm in a funk and I can't get out of it. I felt like this for a while now. I definitely struggle with the discipline of getting routines, sticking to healthy eating habits, working out, etc. I have good intentions and I think I'll do all this stuff, but then it is so much easier to not do it. I was wondering if you have any advice. Again, paralysis by analysis. Don't try and do it all at once, okay? One little thing. Take things one day at a time. The biggest thing I tell my girls, every small habit that we create adds up over time. I know we want fast results, whether it's in your workplace or your fitness journey, but making those small changes over time and creating habits that add up are where we'll end up seeing the big changes. So don't overlook all those small changes, okay? Be proud. Be proud. Tell yourself you're showing up for yourself and you're going to crush it. So love you all. Make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.